Hello, what have we here? Welcome to the IDP Nation Podcast, the Factory Sports Network's IDP-centric show. We're your hosts, Dan Cook and Daryl Winston. Are you ready for some tenacious IDP discussion? We've got you covered from the LV1 Year Taxi Squad. This is IDP Nation. And we're back a day later than usual, but here we are. A little, little bit of work stuff here. We had some some extra stuff going on at school the other night, so I decided to postpone. I said, you know what? New England versus the Giants sounds like a trash game anyway, so let's just record on Thursday night. Daryl, how you doing? Pretty good, Dan. How are you? I'm good. Gave me an opportunity to check out the uh, the guest bottle 90p guys the other day. Yeah? Yes, I did. So, so, so good stuff. Enjoy that. Good stuff. Good stuff. And I got <laughs> something for you. Don't you worry. I just got to log in real quick here. So, so hold on, hold on a second. But in the meantime, uh, so far Tom Brady looks like crap, even though they're winning. And pretty much. Chase Winovich. Yes, Chase Winovich has a touchdown. And. Ah, crap. I had the volume turned down because I'm watching the game. Oh yeah, that's that's what you're missing, Nate. Yeah, you need that drop. Yeah. For Rayshon Jenkins, because Rayshon and Leroy are apparently related. Oh yeah. So. Now let me get this football, this crappy football game on. I still will watch, even though it's pretty god-awful. Yeah, because you want to watch the GOAT. You you have to watch the GOAT. You can't resist. We're calling Daniel Jones the GOAT all of a sudden? You can call him whatever you want to. I was talking about Brady. As I said to my buddy earlier, I didn't know Peyton Manning still played football. You should love that. You wear an orange shirt over there, and you're honestly not going to say that Peyton Manning is your goat. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take your Tennessee Volunteer fandom away from you. (laughs) You're gonna be stripped. He's my favorite. Well, he's my favorite. Vol, yeah, you're right. I just don't like Brady. It's it's, it's pretty well documented. That's because you're a, you're a hater. Hey, Joe Montana yeah. never lost a Super Bowl. This is true. Uh, oh well. And I do actually, actually, before we get carried away here, I actually do have Montana ahead of Brady on my all-time list. That's right. So do I, just because my friend is annoying, and I love to throw that in his face, that Montana is undefeated in Super Bowls, and Brady's not. But Brady is closing the gap, though. What's he going to do? Go back in time and, and, like, get rid of Eli Manning before he beats him twice in Super Bowls? And and Nick Foles? Just can't talk to haters. You just can't. Can't rationally talk to haters. 
you can't erase losses in Super Bowls. So I know. Uh, I agree. You can't erase them. Yes, we we a uh, little off off the we rails here. We need to get here. back on IDP. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, later on today, uh, actually, pretty much any time now, we will be joined by Ethan Turner, who we had on earlier in the season. He's going to come on and chat some injuries with us. We we loaded him up with guys that we were like okay we need to know about these guys what, what's their long-term prognosis are they going to come back this year are they going to come back in a couple weeks couple months what's it looking like i mean not everybody can yeah. be saquon barkley and come back in like four weeks from like destroying your ankle but yeah and i've got a few names that are not you know top tier names or whatever but it was a different kind of injury so i wanted to kind of touch more on the injury instead of the players see his thoughts too yeah. so we'll get into all that when he gets with us honestly the giants did the smart thing though I'm talking about barkley here why even put barkley out there why put Shepard out there why put ingram out there i mean they're gonna beat the patriots anyway which i guess you guys will see if i'm right or wrong by the time this is recorded and in the can so to speak but I can already tell you you're going to lose that one. but whatever. It's only 7 nothing right now. Come on, I expect it to be 30 nothing by now. It should be 30 nothing by now. Brady can't even beat these sad, sad sack giants by more than 7. That's nothing. I'm just not going to be able to finish the show with you. Uh, you say that every week. Let's hear from you know this, how- Let's hear from the Scouting Academy. Scout NFL football like a pro. Invest in yourself and get a degree in player evaluation and assessment from the Scouting Academy. They've educated NFL GMs, personnel directors, and dozens of NFL scouts. Enroll today and you'll watch the same game tape NFL coaches watch. You'll learn to look past the metrics with position-by-position analysis. This is a time-tested curriculum, a chance to learn from the NFL execs, and coaches sign up today and get a dynasty football factory exclusive discount for a limited time only save 50 dollars when you sign up at dynastyfootballfactory.com dynastyfootballfactory.com and the scouting academy check them out get your college football fix learn some college football scouting from the best um it would be great to get a job in the nfl like that so that's one step you can take to get there um but anyway, uh, since the game is on my iPad, I'm going to have to improvise here. So I'm afraid I've got some bad news. <laughs> What's the news and notes here, Daryl? The non-injury uh, news and notes, because we're going to hit up yeah, Ethan for not, all the injuries. Yeah, we're not going to talk many injuries. So. Uh, so I guess the first piece is the NFL upholds the suspension of Raiders linebacker Vontaze Murphick. I think everybody kind of expected that uh it was a question of not of them upholding it but if they would reduce it and they didn't so i told you he is he's going for the year yes you did you told, I told you there's no way that they were going to reduce that he's got a laundry list of visual evidence in fact if you didn't read uh ben's easy like sunday morning he had i guess a link to six minutes <laughs> of dirty Vontez perfect hits. If you can put together a highlight reel of six minutes of dirty NFL hits, then yes, you deserve a full year suspension, pretty much. 
So I'm not surprised at all. He deserves it. Sorry, not sorry. I mean, there's playing tough and there's playing dirty. And there's no room in this game for playing dirty. I'm all for guys hitting hard. You know, even if a guy's coming across the middle and and you're, you know, you end up going head-to-head with them, I'm kind of okay with that because, I mean, you're two missiles going at each other. Like, Right. um, But his style of dirty is just a different level of dirty. Well, I think he... He has intent as well. And I think that's what kind of gets him. Yeah. I mean, he is a headhunter. And he... I mean, you can be a headhunter, so to speak. But it's the intent that he has when he does it. And how he does it. So, And I guess he comes from maybe an old school background where, you know what? Some football coaches still preach. If they can't get up, they can't beat us. <laughs> this is true. If they can't get up off the turf, then they won't come back in the game. Like so, I get that side of things, but these are human beings out here that want to have a brain. Like in ten years, so. Right. What else you got besides perfect? Okay, so the Buccaneers released inside linebacker Dion Buchanan. Yeah, and I saw. <laughs> so so here is is the wasteland known as Twitter sometimes. <laughs> um, yeah. So somebody actually said, drop Mark Barron for Dion Buchanan. Ooh. I'm surprised you didn't spit that all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> because that's that's... That's a whole other level of stupid. And I'm not going to call out the tweeter. I think the uh, somebody else already called them out on their horrible take. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, they're about equally bad. So yeah, you're not getting any better with that. I can't believe you would even. <laughs> Why would you think Dion Buchanan's any better than Mark Barron? They're both I, failed I, safeties is what they are. Safeties masquerading as linebackers, which is uh, right. an experiment that's terrible. I mean, the the Chargers apparently are trying that out. I don't know. I don't even know how to fathom that thought. I don't uh, even I don't know. know. <laughs> that's just. I don't know. You know what? The Steelers they have this uh, McCavich Tyler Tyler McCavich, and he oh. always seems to be Johnny on the spot when they need somebody to fill in, and he plays pretty well. He's kind of like, yeah. reminds me of Nick Kwiatkowski. Yeah. Not a great player by any means, but always fills in and always hits the stat column. I'm like, why don't they just roll with him? Vince Williams like- is not that great. We know Mark Barron's not great. Right. Just go with Bush and him. I mean, Bush will probably clean up most of the mess anyway. Yeah. Yeah, Bush is uh, <laughs> we've not seen the best from him yet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he he is uh looking pretty dominant so far. I think uh, defensive rookie of the year is over, as far as I'm concerned. I think it is too. Just I mean, give it to him because uh, I, I mean, there there's some tackles. other guys racking up tackles. I mean, but there, I mean, Chase Winovich probably had the second biggest play by a rook a defensive rookie this season right now. I mean, Brian Burns had that nice uh, fumble recovery for a touchdown. But consistently, Devin Bush is doing it week in and week out. 
and he's doing everything. He's, he it's does everything. Just, he is holding that Steelers defense together. Yeah, I mean, he's, buck, he's getting tackles, with, with, the sacks, the interceptions, you name yeah. it, he's doing it. Duct tape and bubble gum is what the Steelers <laughs> are dealing with right now. I, and I don't get it because the Steelers have a lot of talent on defense. Yes, they do. They have like five or six first-round picks in the front seven. And then they have like at least Minka Fitzpatrick back there too. So, I mean, they got, like, seven first-round picks invested in defense right now. Plus another one from 2020. <laughs> Stupid, but... I mean, I mean they, they fought Baltimore tough. They I thought that game was going to be way out of hand. Um, speaking of, did the league fine Earl Thomas or suspend him? Did you come across that? So again, you cut out. Uh, Earl Thomas, did he get fined or suspended for his uh, knockout of Mason Rudolph? I'm guessing we're losing the connection here. But anyway, um, I haven't read anything yet about Earl Thomas getting fined or suspended. No, which, I haven't either. Yeah, which... I guess suspension's not... I, I mean, I, I know sometimes you look at the result and it's worse than the actual, you know... You look at him knocked down on the ground like that and you're saying, there's got to be a fine, which there probably is a fine. Um, I, I did fine. see uh, Jamal Adams had his fine rescinded from the league. Yes, he won his uh, appeal. He won his appeal, which is interesting. Because normally the league's like, nah, just pay us. You got fined. You got fined. <laughs> right. So maybe uh, Jamal Adams' lawyer or whoever's arguing his case can uh, help out. Maybe it's the NFLPA that helps out with that. Uh, well, there's oh, Brandon Bolden. Are you kidding me? That helps no one. Exactly. This is why I hate the Patriots. <laughs> This is why the Patriots suck, because you have Sony Michelle, who should be getting that goal line carry. No, I, I think Michelle may have failed on first down, but it's not his fault these linemen can't block for crap. It's now 14 nothing. It is. So they only need uh, two points for me to cover. By the way, thanks, Ohio State. If you heard me on Rated IDP Live, I had Ohio State in the over. Well, Ohio State and Michigan State's over. And they blew my uh, wager. <laughs> idiots couldn't can. score another touchdown. They couldn't let Michigan State score one measly touchdown in well, the second half. Uh, well, Justin Fields should have thrown for like eight touchdowns. And that would have <laughs> solved my problem. But no. Okay. But no. <laughs> Alright. Anyways. Um what else you got? Alright. Um Colts defensive end Justin Houston was the AFC defensive player of the week. Um sorry, I was reading a message from uh Ethan there. Uh, and the 49ers defensive end, Nick Bosa, was the NFC defensive player of the week. I found it interesting that 
uh, Nate the other day mentioned Joey Bosa. And I didn't hear a peep from you after Joey Bosa's name was mentioned. And then Nick Bosa went out and balled out on Monday Night Football, national stage, planted the flag on Baker Mayfield's dead corpse. <laughs> he might as well be a corpse at this point with uh, that offensive line going. So how about them Bosa boys? Yeah. They did all right. They did all right. He was the defensive well, player not... of the week for the NFC, and he well, did all right. I, I get it. <laughs> and it's not a question of if they're good or not. They are good. I just don't trust that they can stay healthy. It's uh, not going to happen. Joey Bosa's played every game. Oh, he has. But mark my word, both will be hurt before no. we end the season. Both. Not one. Not this one. Or that one, but both. Tell both. You, it's gonna happen. You're gonna so, you're gonna wish you talk you about to you talk about me being a hater. You're the biggest hater out of all of us. I'm not hating. I'm just stating the facts, man. State of Florida. <laughs> no, not state of Florida. Uh, I'm waiting for you to flip out. Like. I wish Ethan had hurry up. I need somebody intelligent to talk to. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's see. What else? No, they uh, really they they are good. It's just I just don't trust them being healthy. They're always kind of just snake bitten with injuries. Well, we'll get into that. Yeah, Nick's a rookie. I mean, I know he started off get he got injured in preseason, but. Yeah, but he was injured at Ohio State. He was. So it's not like it's a free thing. And he could have come back, but he decided, I don't need to. I'm going to be a top five oh. pick anyway, so forget about it. I send Ethan the link. Whatever I'm sending him is not working because I'm illiterate, I guess. <laughs> All right. Little, uh, let's I just see. can't with you tonight. Little, uh. You know, I haven't said it in a while, but I'm looking for a new co-host, so if anybody's available. Nobody's available. They would have they chimed in by now. <laughs> Nobody wants to put up with you. That's fine. I'll talk to myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like what I have to say. You do? I do. I love everything that I say. Nah, we know you love you some you. You're like T.O. I am. Oh, man. <laughs> We're not very good at stalling here while we... Well, it says it keeps giving him an error, so you might want to send it and see. Okay, well... I don't know co- copy and paste, it. copy and paste. That's... Oh, my God, I can't. Some live well, peek it. behind the fourth wall here, guys. Welcome to the, to the Deadpool fourth wall. Look, you... You're the producer and all the behind-the-scenes stuff. I don't know why you put me in charge of that. I'm just, I'm just the beautiful songbird of the generation. <laughs> oh man, I wonder sometimes if you listen to our show back and realize how. What's the word for it? Oh, I do oh, listen to oh, oh, oh! Golden Tate, what? burning fools, touch jam. G-men. Really? Danny really, people? Dimes. The goat. 
I will drive to Pennsylvania right now. <laughs> so let's see. Who does he beat? I don't know who 30, 31. Jones. J.C. Jones, Jones. Is his name? J.C. Jones, I think it is. Yeah, J.C. Jones just got toasted. Well. So that's their first pass touchdown it, allowed this season. You know where almost counts? Do you, do you know where almost counts? Oh my god. If you say horseshoe, you can hang your name double. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Horseshoes and hand grenades. And, uh, what, let's call it Bago. That's where it counts. You can get close there and still get some points. Shuffleboard, too. You can get close and shuffleboard and still earn some points. Did you really just say shuffleboard? Did you really just say that? Shuffleboard's fun, man. What are you talking about? Come up here. We'll play. We'll go to Dave and Buster's and play some shuffle shuffleboard. I mean, it never ends with you. I mean, you're raising barns with the Amish, and now you're playing shuffleboard, and you're a Seattle Seahawks fan. I I just don't know where to go with you. Hey, I am I am uh, very multicultural. <laughs> okay. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh. Oh Lord. Oh well. <laughs> Hurry up, Ethan. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I haven't heard back from him, so. Anyways, any other news pieces that we had to cover? Actually, I've got... Uh, yeah, well, I've got two more. Colts linebacker Darius Leonard has cleared the percussion, uh, concussion protocol, so he's looking like he's going to be back. Yeah, just in time for a week off. Thanks, well, that, Darius. That's good, though, because that gives him another week, and then he's I back know. full speed and dominating again. Oh, I know. I'm just saying. He, he's he been hurting a lot of my squads because I have him everywhere. Not everywhere. You know what it is? I have him quite he did, a bit. He did so good last year that he thought, you know what? I'm going to miss a few games with a concussion and give everybody a good hit start. And then I'm going to see if I can catch up and pass him. So. Well, Van Der Esch is not taking full advantage of that, that's for sure. He's well, making... I think he would... I don't know who he would be chasing. Maybe Blake Martinez. I'm not sure who's leading the league in tackles right now, but I know uh, Martinez is in one of the years. I can tell you in a minute here. Uh, let's see. Top. Uh, he's probably at least up there. Let's see. Joe Schobert is the leader in solo yes. tackles. And Blake Martinez, total combined tackles, Blake Martinez is one behind Joe Schobert. I really would not have predicted that. Who, Schobert? Yeah. Yeah. But he's, well, you got to remember Kirksey's out, so that's. Oh, yeah. That, and I'm not play. saying anything bad about, I say enough bad about Schobert, but. Um, I like Schobert. I think he's one of the more underrated players in the league because we've had this same discussion every offseason yeah, well I don't think Gilbert's going to be the guy and, and all he does is just come right back again hey looks like Ethan's there hey how's it going guys good how about you I'm good you're I'm rolling good. in hot so oh am I loud see you well no hot as in like we're kind of live we're not like live, live. We're doing it live. We're doing it live. Yes, we are. We'll do it live. Yes. You don't know how glad I am to see you right now. 
I can't remember if this is a, a curse friendly, so I won't say the actual quote, but um, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't like editing. Is, so. Yeah, we gotta we gotta <laughs> keep it PG. We gotta keep it PG. But we're doing it live. Yes. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. I can't make that promise. Uh, well, <laughs> I'll send you the file and you can edit it tonight then. <laughs> Anyways, uh Ethan, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys doing? Yeah, I'm doing, doing good, pretty good. good. Doing pretty good. So, uh, Ethan, how's the uh, doctoring going here? Yeah, you know, uh, I'm a busy guy <laughs> when it comes to the doctoring. The doctoring is, it's good, though. It's good. We just saw so, uh, this little rat right here on my side. It's, it's, <laughs> you're, we're probably going to have to amputate. <laughs> actually yeah it's um, funny it's it's interesting that you mentioned that because we at our school recently had a whole safety day and one of the things we learned how to do was stop the bleed we took like a stop the bleed course and uh we we actually got to try out some tourniquets and some packing i'm like can we just talk about how sad that is that we even have to have a stop the bleed class uh at school yeah yeah Um, that's what i said i I said you know i would have gone to school for nursing or doctoring if i wanted to do that kind of stuff i just you know i i get what you're saying yeah it's yeah i i was an emt before i was a pt so uh, I've seen it. I've seen it all. <laughs> I always yeah. joke that I'm a, a PT now because I was an EMT before. Uh, once you've seen s- some of the more gruesome stuff, you know, making people do give you 20 uh, push-ups makes you feel, you know, it's a lot, <laughs> lot more, not more relaxed than uh, than than doing any uh, blood or wound care. So yeah, um, I'm I glad don't really... I don't have to do a whole lot of that anymore. I do like minor cuts, like you know, you need you need a Band-Aid, you need a Mickey Mouse Band-Aid. I can I can handle that. Anything beyond that, I'm probably going to pass out. So, so uh, tell me more about this day because it sounds like really <laughs> thrilling. Like I feel like I need to know. That was what, part what of it. Of information uh, they gave you. We, we, so uh, did you? You know, did you get to learn about the the suckling dressing uh, with a, a bullet wound to the chest, where you don't actually put uh, full dressing on it? You only do three sides so that you can still breathe. It lets the air out, but it doesn't let the air in. Did you yeah, we, about we, didn't, that? we didn't get that in depth with it. They're you know, basically like, how are you going to save these kids' lives if you don't know about uh, about about a three-sided dressing if for a lung wound? I mean, they pretty much told know. us if there's a hole, pack it with stuff or, or p- pressure, Man, and then if it's still bleeding through, you pack it. With stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even hear what Daryl said, but we probably don't know what he said. Daryl. <laughs> Daryl, did we just freaking? Daryl's like, we just step in Grey's Anatomy right now. Is this ER? Like, where it are is we? Thursday I night. We were, did, did, did we're here doctors... to talk about football. <laughs> we're over you gotta here. understand when it, when it came to a major injury, my grandfather said, "Rub dirt on it." And you know, for a lot of stuff, I feel like that's pretty effective. I mean, yeah. it's you know, just rub well, some dirt on it. You'd be all right. Here's some live. Can we get some live take? Josh Gordon is down and staying down after attempted to tackle. Looks Josh like Gordon is attempting tackles. Yeah, apparently, it was an interception, I guess. Um, but yeah, he's oh, he's looking around. What? You know what? Giants look like they're tying this thing up. Yeah, this is getting ugly. It See, looks like uh, they scored, didn't they? They, they did. It looks, it looks like, like they scored. Yeah, I missed it. We were talking about bullet holes in the 
Gotcha. Marcus Golden did that? Wow. Yeah. That's, that's yes. amazing. <laughs> oh, Marcus Golden, scoop and score. And Josh I think Gordon I have Marcus Golden. Actually, like I actually the... don't know. I'll be honest. Uh... Oh, oh, oh. That's pretty nasty looking. Yeah, you don't want to see that. What's the matter with him? His leg a... got like oh, bent behind him. Oh, yeah, that's never a good sign. So, yeah, that looks pretty ugly. You know, I think if you rub some dirt on it, he'd be all right. He might be. Daryl told me that. Daryl's the closest thing I got to a doctor. So, you know. Well, Josh Gordon might want to rub some dirt and some other uh, things coming out of the ground on it, and that'll be okay. Yeah, Ethan's starting Marcus Golden in the IDP league that he is in. (laughs) Oh, that's his ankle. That's his ankle. What? His hamstring, something. What'd you say? You said Ethan did start I did start him. I had to. Cleo Mack's out, so I couldn't uh, couldn't use Cleo Mack in my D-line, so I had to go with Marcus Golden. Nice. Because I'm just all nice. about guys that aren't actually uh, D-linemen playing in my D-line spot, because I like to cheat. <laughs> well, Bill Belichick's having flashbacks to Eli Manning. I think they should just trot Eli Manning out there they're on a, for a play just to give Belichick a heart attack right now. I mean, uh, this is looking pretty ugly. I mean... Well, before before you came on, I mentioned to the audience here that I actually uh, took the Patriots and the points, or took the Patriots to cover. So I said oh, that seven, pretty that pretty it, much seventeen uh, six fifteen and a well, half. Fifteen and a half. Okay, it was and seven, I said it was sixteen and a half yesterday. I said that will basically guarantee a Giants victory because. because oh yeah, I, made I mean, I called it last night. We talked about it on the uh, the Superflex Super Show live show. We were talking about everyone was talking about how they were going to, you know, put up 40 points on them. And I said, the Giants are definitely going to win because they have a habit of just ruining any anytime you're on the Patriots to win against the Giants. The Giants will ruin your day. So I'll tell you what, it'll be the best uh, small wager I've ever lost because that would be just worth it. But they got to win. They can't just make it. They just can't just like beat the cover like they got to win outright. And then I'll yeah, win. no, you, you, they have to win the game. Yes, they have to win the game, and then I'll be like, okay, it was well worth doing this just to mess with the Patriots. Okay, let's just all calm down here. TB12's got this. No. He's going to regroup second half. half Broken like a true Titans fan. Yes. Anyway, let's, let's just calm we, down. we didn't bring you on here to talk about my wagering here. We, we brought you on to talk about... Some injuries to some of these IDP players that, uh, you know, some of them are lingering. Some of them uh, have apparently cleared up. Um, We'll start with one that apparently has cleared up. Josie Jewell got a full day of practice in today. That's good. And appears to be on the right track. Um, So what exactly was his injury? Because I just see the Q's and the O's and the D's and, Kind of just say, okay. I think it was his knee, if I'm not mistaken. What would you say, Daryl? I think it was his knee, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Uh, so uh, let me look here. Um, again, I'm, I'm kind of running cold turkey because you guys caught me. Literally just left the sidelines of a, a freshman football game. So yeah, okay. um, I did not have wow. as much time to prep for this as I normally do. So I'm, I'm pathetic. Did you at least win? I know. Um, no, they lost 58 to nothing and it rained the whole time. It was literally the worst game I've ever attended. 
life. Um, <laughs> it didn't even really look like a football game, uh, to be honest with you. Well, to kill some time, uh, one of my co-workers coaches the freshman football team. And some teams, they have a terrible freshman team, so they blow them out. And other teams, it's just like, I don't know. It's like watching peewee soccer sometimes. It's like the herd moves five yards in one way and five yards the other way. It depends on the team and how, I guess, the how the pipeline is. If you got some eighth graders coming up that are good, then freshman football can be pretty good. Yeah, no, freshman football is hard to watch because at that at that age <laughs> they don't usually have a quarterback still that can like throw further than like ten yards on an out route. So the field's too big. They need to shrink the field up. Let them play seven on seven. It'll be way more fun. Arena, there you go. Uh, Arena. League, yeah, yeah. Basically. It would it it would be. And actually, where we're at, a lot of the small schools are going to seven-on-seven football because they just don't have enough players for teams. Literally just don't have enough players to play a a full team uh, for football, for high school football, which is kind of crazy to me. Um, But Jewel, looks like he's dealing with a hamstring strain. Um, I I haven't really seen anything else as far as um, any kind of noticeable injury besides that. Um, Looks like it's just the hamstring. Yeah, Looks like it's just a hamstring. Uh, biggest concern for him, anytime you're dealing with a hamstring, is uh, when you first come back, you're most likely to restrain the muscle. So, um, yes, it looks like he's on track to play this week. Very much uh, a possibility that he actually re-injures this this week. Um, highest likelihood is in the first two weeks after coming back. So, it's good that he's getting full practices in. He should play. Um, but that's always a concern going forward is that he's going to tweak this thing again. So what so I'm hearing is AJ with, Johnson could still be relevant for the next couple weeks for, for us. Yeah. Cause he, he's going to be probably, he, he filled in decently last week for the Broncos. You know, I think they're going to, I think they're going to bring jewel out to play is the only thing. So if, if yeah. jewel avoids re-injuring himself, uh, then no, he probably won't have much value going forward. I mean, he could. It depends on how much they play him, but um, I just feel like Jules is one of those guys that as soon as he's ready, they're going to give him a pretty good snap share. So yeah. um, I just I, I would not be banking on that that being the case. Oh, yeah. I'm still going to stash yeah. him for a couple more weeks because he looked pretty good when he was out there. Uh, maybe he could steal Todd Davis' job. I think Davis he's a job. super long-term keeper. AJ is. Well, that's all I play, so. But speaking on this hamstring, you you talk about uh, Jewel coming back maybe out of necessity for the Broncos. Mm-hmm. Um, Denzel Ward and Greedy Williams have both been out with hamstrings. Does this mean that they're ha- – and they've been out for a few weeks now. Does this mean that theirs are maybe more severe than what Jewel has had, or is this just a case of the Browns being more cautious? You know, I think it's, it's, it's two parts. One um, – your cornerbacks are moving backwards a lot more. So uh, your hamstring um, works primarily to slow your leg down when you're going forward, but um, it also works when you're running backwards. It's what pulls your leg backwards to actually bring it back, to run backwards. So with cornerbacks, hamstring strains are a lot 
a lot bigger issue because cornerbacks tend to spend a lot of time running backwards to start. Um, so they're using that muscle uh, quite a bit more than, say, uh, a linebacker is still going to use it, but they're more using it in a lateral sense and moving forward as opposed to actually like actively using it to back up. Um, so with the cornerbacks, it tends, tends to take a little bit longer for them to return with a hamstring just because, um, again, the, 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 the motions that they're required to do for their position put that hamstring at a higher stress than what a linebacker would have to do. See, that's the inside knowledge that we're wanting to hear because, you know, most people hear hamstring and they think, oh, hamstrings are all the same. And you have uh, broke it down where the positions and the impact is different. So that's good to hear right there. Yeah, I've gone ahead and cut Denzel Ward because I think even when he gets back to being healthy, he's kind of become a shutdown kind of guy. So he's not a guy I'm going to really mess with as far as starting so i mean i i don't know i've been hearing rumblings that ward is actually expendable and they might be looking to move him um to get a tackle you know a trent williams type um i've i've seen they need an offensive lineman definitely i've seen some some rumblings that that he could be included in a package to get a trent williams so i mean that secondary is pretty darn good and they're pretty deep so um I I could see Ward being a guy. You know, I think he's got three years left on his deal. I could be a guy that might not be on this team much longer. Mm-hmm. And so I think yeah. that um, wow. that could be while I agree, he is becoming kind of a guy you don't want to throw at. Um, I definitely think that a change of scenery could, could help his value in an IDP league. Yeah. Well, Josh Norman's not a shutdown guy. So if he gets Bro. traded to Washington, Josh Norman will have a field day because uh, he'll he'll be well if if he doesn't get thrown out for throwing punches he'll rack up some tackles. He hasn't done that in a while though. This is true. Yeah. So, so let's see. My injury. Let's go. Uh, I'm going to go with Jalen Ramsey and his back. Fake fake injury. His oh his. His back is hurt? I thought it was just his pride. Uh, his pride and his uh, ego is hurt. Apparently, he's a back injury. Yeah, it's... Uh, if I was trying to get traded, I'd I probably have a back injury, too. Um, you the know, last I saw that he was going to do his body and do what it tells him, and I guess he's going to continue to sit out with it. Yeah, yeah, he probably is listening to his body for sure um you you know I, I shouldn't be downplaying this these guys are always banged up there's probably something going on with his back um probably i think most players could say that there is something that's going on with some part of their body if they're being totally honest yeah. um I, I i don't know enough about this really to speak on it outside of it sounds like he is seeing a specialist for his back whether that's a neuro specialist um, or an orthopedic specialist, they don't really say there's a difference between the two. Um, orthopedic would tell you it's probably a muscle um, issue at like a, a spasms or, or muscle strain. Um, a neuro specialist would tell you that it's probably some type of nerve issue, which means maybe he's dealing with either a lot of pain um, without necessarily 
necessarily being a, a muscular issue um, or he's dealing with some type of numbness or tingling or burning sensation, you know, something that would be attributed to the nerves in his back. So um, don't know for sure what the specialist, I haven't even heard a name on the specialist, so I can't even look it up. Um, but if he's seeing a specialist, there's obviously something going on with his back that he felt like he needed a second opinion on. Um, and again, that's, that is giving him the benefit of the doubt and saying that this is actually a hurt back and not just, uh, not just, I went out of Jackson. Maybe Gardner, maybe Gardner Mishu, uh, is going to convince him to come back and actually play. Uh, maybe he's kind of changing his tune now that he has, you know, a quarterback that has a little swagger to him. You know, Gardner Minshew, when when he went to college, he told his dad that he was now the man of the house. Gardner Minshew is I love this kid because he's he's he has taken over the Baker Mayfield role of just being like the man. The man. <laughs> I mean he's just like he's just he's just hilarious. Everything I hear yeah. about him. I mean the jokes are funny. Yeah. Uh, pretty much everything is is top notch, so I'm pretty I'm pretty impressed. Yeah, we uh, with, we were um, on Rated IDP Live the other day, and uh, everybody had to go take a pee break. So during the pee <laughs> break, I just proceeded to read every uh, meme about Gardner Minshew that I could find. So <laughs> it was a whole that's bunch great. of basically Chuck Norris jokes, just substituted with Gardner Minshew's name in there. And I think that's incredible. Yes, it's <laughs> just I love it. Um, Gardner Mishu is, is is dealing with a groin injury though, um, probably from all that that uh, pregame stretching in his jock strap. Uh, he's having some minor <laughs> groin soreness, um, according to this report. So, so he's really going to have to stretch it out on Sunday. Um, it's me. probably because he's just so busy with every female in Florida <laughs> right now. Oh, man, um, I can't. Uh, I just can't imagine that he's not having a good time with all this publicity. I mean, he's coming off career high 374 last week. Not yeah. that he's had, you know, more than four games in his career, but still, uh, uh, I think he, 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 you know, he's, he's probably living it up a little bit. That mustache probably rakes him in. So maybe it's, bit not, of a, maybe it's not a groin muscle soreness. Maybe it's just a groin area. Here's the thing. That's what it, it Inf- just says. Inflammation. Minor- like groin you know. soreness. I mean, that guy is—he's got a sore groin. I mean, I, that sounds—that sounds pretty serious. If I'm being honest with you, I mean, I'm worried about it. Give Saxonville a whole new name. What? Okay, so my my mic stand is un, just uncaught, unattached. From I swear it's not me. I was like, what did Hollywood do now? Jeez. So Let's I'm see. Work, I'm going to work on that and mute my mic. You guys kill some time. All right. I'll be back. All so, right. You know, with so. this whole Gardner mentioning, I'm going to have to quit calling them Saxonville, right? They're Saxonville. Swagsonville now. No, all. Come on. <laughs> no, I will not. It's not happening. No, you should. Never. Embrace it. I will it. never, I will never ever, Embrace ever. the Minshew. Well, yeah. while uh, Ethan's fixing his mic, let's hit the top 12 <laughs> defensive tackles. Uh, we had Jordan Phillips was number one again. So you were you were talking some, some smack about him the other day. He's still available, like everywhere. Jordan Phillips. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. You were saying, ah, he's not, you know, Ed Oliver's going to be fine. And I agree, Ed Oliver's going to be fine, but I think Jordan Phillips has a chance to thrive here. Yeah, he really surprised He's had two pretty good boom weeks here. Uh, Grady Jarrett was number two. We had DeForest Buckner at three. Finally, uh, he's put together back-to-back nice weeks uh, with the bye week mixed in there. Dexter Lawrence from the Giants. I think he made a big play here in this game as well. He was third, fourth. Uh, Maurice Hurst returned from what seemed like the dead. Um, had a gopher, yep. a goose on uh, week four, <laughs> and then comes back with a decent game. DJ Reader for Houston was sixth. Uh, Fetty Odenigbo, I'm hoping that's somewhat correct, uh, had a big game he's uh i don't know if he's actually going to be worth anything or not he's he had a nice game after doing basically nothing all season he's a free agent if you're you know looking to stash him maybe just to see if you know it's a wait and see on him by the way Uh, the goats got you up by seven right now uh, the goat doesn't have anything fletcher cox was eighth (laughs) well he needs to get me at least three touchdown victory for it to matter Fletcher Cox was eighth. Sheldon Rankin's ninth. Good to see him back and and thriving. His first game was kind of eh, but his second game was back to pretty much normal production for him. Well, shaking off the rush and stuff. Yeah, Yeah, exactly, where he'd missed so much time. So I expect him to be a lot better going forward. And here he is, Ed Oliver, first time on the list. That's my boy. About time. Yeah. And followed up by the other guy, Quinn Williams. And then Justin Jones rounded out the top you know 12. What? You know, I, I said that Jordan Phillips wouldn't or uh, wouldn't be that good, but it's it's I really want to see him be that good because the better he is, the better Ed Oliver's gonna be. Yeah. And so I that, would... I mean, that's, you know, I, I know we were kinda some of us me was kind of high on Harrison Phillips till he got injured. But if Jordan Phillips can fill yes. in and do this, that's going to be huge for not only Buffalo, but for Ed Oliver, because he's going to free up some of those double teams and allow Oliver to eat a little bit. Yeah. And speaking of uh, Harrison Phillips, I believe has an ACL tear. Is that, that correct? I believe. I'm pretty yes, sure. I believe. Yeah, so we're yeah, looking so. if let's see, hold on, Ethan, here's a quiz. 12-month timetable, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's, that's it. So, and, and this guy must be a medical marvel. Uh, speaking of ACLs, Cooper freaking Cup. Oh, dude, don't even get me. No, I took no. <laughs> this one hurts me. You know, it doesn't hurt me because I love Cooper Cup. I think yes. he's an incredible player. I, I love being wrong about injuries. And guys coming back and performing better than what they sh- they uh, w- better than what the statistics tell you uh, they yes. will do. Right. Cooper Cup is easily the biggest L that I took this off season. I was <laughs> I was adamantly against him to start the year, and um, I did not incorporate the fourteen targets a game that he is getting <laughs> into my evaluation of how he would return from injury. So that is, um, yeah, that's where I'm going to take the L on because I did not think that they would feed him 
Well, he the is liquid. He, him. he is yeah. the Moscow mule, so he's I, liquid. So the his nice, ACL was liquid. So the nice, it's easier it, to, it's I kind of hurt my liquid. bets a little bit, though, because I, I did not expect Cooper Cup to be good. Um, but I did expect that Todd Gurley wouldn't be dead, and he's not been dead so far. There you go. Um, yeah. I said that you know there was they were going to find a way to limit Gurley's workload without actually giving him, uh, without actually taking away the the majority of the the carries that he was getting as far as leading the backfield. And the answer to that was, we're just going to give Cooper Cup the ball 17 times a game. <laughs> Apparently so. And yes. so Cooper Cup has become the safety valve that Todd Gurley once was, which is hurting Gurley's value as the number one overall running back. But he is still putting up some pretty good numbers. And I think that there were quite a few people that thought he was dead in the water. So. I should have taken it one step further. I, I went into this huge escapade about how uh, there were ways that did not involve giving other running backs loads of touches that they could limit his workload, and I did not take it a step further into, well, let's let's just give Cooper Cup the ball a ton, um, and that will limit Gurley's workload, and that's how they'll do it. I did say that they would pass more, which they, for the most part, have, so... Uh, I was correct, but I was not correct on Cooper Cup being the guy that is just absolutely destroying the league right now. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna take the L on that one. Um, there's just I'm happy for him. I'm glad that that he is because uh, I would rather be wrong than right when it comes to a guy. Um, I'd rather them prove me wrong and me be wrong about them producing than than being like, "Yep, I told you so. I told you they weren't gonna start out well." I told you you should have been buying Will Fuller at week four, uh, which was also correct. So same same thought process. One was correct. One wasn't. You take the L on that. Yeah. I don't know. So I, I'm still the- not a Will Fuller guy per se. I, I think he, he he's the ultimate boom bust. Well, I think if you bought him and started him, you'd probably been pretty pretty thrilled yeah. about that at that point. I mean, so I have him in best balls. He, he guarantee, guarantee because... you he won you a week last week. So yeah, um, if you started him, so I mean, yeah, unless you played against uh, like Deshaun Watson, uh, CMC, Michael Thomas, and uh, whoever else went bananas last week, <laughs> then you lost. Yeah, I lost with Will. <laughs> I will lost with Will Fuller. Yeah. So, you know, it's it happened. It happened. I got hit with the buzzsaw that was the Eagles defense special teams, <laughs> uh, which which is stupid. Defense special teams shouldn't be a position. Yes. Just play just IDP. Play, just play IDP. That's right. I'm, I'm so on the ACL tears. Okay. Keanu Neal, for example. Ugh. This is this is two years in a row. Do you see this being a problem now that he's had two? I mean, it's it's one thing to have one and miss a year. You can kind of mark that up as well. Neil's dealing with an Achilles, isn't it? Isn't it Achilles this time? He had he had an ACL, and now it's an Achilles, right? It could be. Maybe it is. Yes, it looks like I'm looking at it now on Roto World. Shout out to Roto World for always giving me my my injury updates way faster than anyone else. Well, he's had some bad luck, ain't he? Yeah, he you know the, he seems snake bit right now. I mean, tore his yep. ACL last week, last year, week one, 
misses the entire season. Week three, Achilles tear this this year. Uh, that sucks. I mean, that just it is hard for guys to come back from these multiple major injuries like this. Um, Especially, I would imagine back to back years like that. It's one thing to have them with some distance between them, but wouldn't these like immediate back to back season injuries? Wouldn't that be a little bit more? Well, yeah, because he's not going to be at a hundred percent. I mean. He's going to be close to 100% from the, the ACL. But mentally, that is where you're really going to – you're going to see a lot of people lose this. This The the mental side of things from recovery is huge. And the, the idea of this is what got to Andrew Luck. This is what gets to you know guys like Gronk, that constant struggle to try to get healthy and not getting healthy is – mentally just exhausting i mean i can't imagine you know you spend 12 months trying to get ready for week one you, you go out with an with an acl tear you go for 12 months you play for two weeks and then you tear your achilles you're about to go through 12 months again and it's not fun it's rehab is not fun and it's especially not right. fun for these guys that are trying to get back to nfl shape i mean it's not fun just trying to get them back walking let alone back to playing professional football so Mentally, I mean, I can't imagine the the anguish of that. I mean, it just it just seems exhausting to me just to think about it. Yeah. From and, a uh, physical perspective, I don't know if he'll ever be the same again. I mean, Achilles. If I'm, if I'm ranking the two, it's like Achilles is one of the worst things that can happen to you. ACL is, you know, a little further down. You can come back from an ACL. Very few people come back and are highly effective after an Achilles tear. It just doesn't happen a whole lot um i mean richard sherman did it but richard sherman was also a superstar so i talk a lot on the superflex show about how superstars heal faster it's just they just they something in their makeup the reason that they're superstars on the field is because they have some type of drive and intensity that normal human beings don't have normal nfl players don't have that makes them a cut above everyone else. That's why a guy like Saquon Barkley can come back from an high ankle in three weeks. That's because he's probably uh, going beyond the point where normal people go to rehab it. I mean, that's all he's doing. I was going to mention Saquon, although I think they're smart for not playing him this Thursday. No, he, because now he gets an additional 10 days, 10 more days. And he's, Andy, they were going up against this this defense for New England. Yeah, which they weren't going to win this game. So. Which is, they just, I mean, this Patriots defense seems very old school to me. They hit, they That's just hit you hard. I mean, yeah. they're, even their cornerbacks are like, just mean as all get out. So, I, I mean. If y'all heard the pregame, uh, they have eight players on their defense with two or more sacks. Yeah. Yeah. They're I mean, I just don't. I don't blame them for, and, and it's a Thursday night game. Right. You know, things are always weird at Thursday night games. Yeah, we, we had two really good ones back to back, and then this one. This one's shaping up. This to one's be, pretty good, but I mean, it's looks like it's fourteen twenty one at halftime. So yeah, you know, I mean, we decided to record tonight because I was like, this game should be uh, a snooze fest. A snooze fest. So I'm like, let's then, just record then we're giving updated injury injury updates literally during the game know, because we're so. Thursday nights, though, I kind of like watching the game and recording that night. I know Dan doesn't quite. I don't. Yeah, because I'm watching on an iPad. I'm down in my dungeon. 
my, my <laughs> war room here. So welcome to the dungeon. Yes. There you go. Uh, so getting on some uh, some very impactful news uh, for this weekend. Uh, we have Anthony Hitchens left Sunday night's game with what appeared to be a groin injury. I know we talked about Gardner Minshew's groin, but now let's talk about Anthony Hitchens' groin um, because that linebacking crew in general has been a thorn in our sides because we, we kind of think – Certain guys should be taking over, but then Dorio Daniels also a little banged up uh, as well. And, so, and speaking of groin, I would like to throw C.J. Mosley in there with his groin issue as a comparison. Wow. Okay. So um, Anthony Hitchens. Thinking, I think is going to have. That's the one that I'm more concerned about. Um, you know. It, Groin strains are not fun. <laughs> um, it is, it is not a fun time. And groin is a very, it, while it seems like it's a very like, oh, I know where the groin is. It's a, it's not always the most uh, precise um, description for an injury. There's a lot of stuff that connects to your pelvis, which is where your groin is. So, when you say groin strain, that could be a quad, that could be a hamstring, that could be um, an abdominal strain. You know, there are a lot of muscles that basically attach up in that region and we don't know for sure. And each one would affect him differently. Um, an abdominal strain, probably less likely, um, to impact his ability to run, but it could, it, it could, when he hits people that could, that could definitely, uh, definitely cause him some issues. You know, uh, if it's a quad or, um, a leg muscle, you know, that's going to affect his explosiveness. That's going to affect his ability to actually like get from point A to point B on the football field. So, um, I guess the, the point is, is that a groin strain isn't very specific, but it is serious. I mean, we see players miss significant amounts of times with these groin strains. And if I had to put a guess on it right now, I'm going to say he's probably going to miss this game. Um, just because I, I don't, uh, I don't think he's going to have enough time to get back to that point where he feels really, really good. Yeah, and um, you know, Ben Neiman was kind of a guy who came in and kind of I've never really heard of him. Apparently he's been on the roster or in the practice, like in the facility uh, for a little while now. And he came in and didn't do too bad. Um, but yeah, he was a uh, limited participant in practice today was Anthony Hitchens. Yeah, and so. I think that I mean that's a good sign. The fact that he's practicing at all is a good sign. Um, again, with these strains and stuff, you're, almost always it's a game time decision. How does it feel that day? If it feels pretty good, let's give it a shot. If it if it doesn't feel good, let's shut them down. Yeah, they are a one o'clock game, so you'll know by eleven thirty, which would yeah. normally be okay, except there's a nine thirty game this week too. Oh game, gosh, that one's gonna kill me. I love the <laughs> games, but I I don't I don't. Uh, why? How is it? How is it that we can't play this game? They're in London. Yes. Why can't this game be at like five o'clock London time or six o'clock London time? It still starts. Why does it have to be at noon London time? I just don't get it. I mean, I I don't understand the scheduling issues. It just uh, it's never made sense to me. 
I don't know. I love it we, just because you can. Like wake you could up. start that game at six, and it would still start at the normal times here. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I mean, the one thing I think though is when, like last week's game in London, nobody paid attention to that. They just thought it was another game on. Like they didn't pay attention that it was in London. Like if it's, it's played at an earlier time, it makes it kind of special. You know, like it's like yeah. And I guess that would be the reason football. for it playing earlier. They're wanting that sole focus on yeah, that game on London, basically. Yeah. To, show. yeah, to show the future home of the Jaguars. I get it, but I'm like, I'm like, I would rather see them play it at a normal time. I'm not sure if London could handle the um, the Garner Minshew show full time. I mean, I feel bad for the ladies over there. There, there would be maybe about, I feel bad. Nah, I don't feel bad. For there'd be a thousand <laughs> Gardner Minshew the thirds. <laughs> We're gonna see. Gar- Minshew is gonna become a very popular uh, uh, soccer name. When we, you know what, about- you know what, it'll be Gardner Minshew the fourth. There won't be a Gardner Minshew the third. Kind of like there's no Gardner Minshew the first. <laughs> oh, I think he's already um, earned the title of Gardner Minshew the first. That's true. He's gonna take first this. of his name. He's the leader, first of his leader name. Of, leader of big cats and and leader of big and, cats. Lord of the Andals and oh, leader man, I cannot. big cats and slayer of he's the king of the south good but not great NFL teams king of the north Florida king oh, of the man. north Florida yeah that's uh, great Garnamenchu the first that's amazing well live analysis here Josh Gordon's back on the sideline riding a bike and stretching so that's, that's good good news it looks like he may return. Although, I don't know if the Patriots actually need him to return. No, no, because I don't own Josh Gordon anywhere. So, I would really prefer for all my Julian Edelman shares if he didn't no, if he didn't return. Yeah, well, Edelman, um, um, yeah, he's been kind of... And I have, I have a, a dirty confession to make. I am uh, having to start John Hilleman in a league this, this week. It's dirty. I feel gross. If he could punch in a touchdown for me, <laughs> I would look like such a G. I'd be <laughs> celebrating for weeks. I got hit with a lot of running back injuries this this year. Darius guys hurt me in a lot of places. Yeah, um, me too. Really, really hurt my pride. Um, yeah, I just you know my my running back depth is. I didn't. I kept telling everyone, hey, you need to get like five good running backs this year. Because you're not going to be able, advice, huh? you're not going to be able to pick one up on waivers. They're never, there's never a good running back on waivers. You're screwed if you, because the even the second string, even handy handcuffs are getting picked up in startup drafts. Reggie now. Bonifan. There's yeah okay that's not even a real thing. Um, <laughs> you just made that name up. Um, hey, wasn't he, a, he a quarterback he, in college? Yeah, he, he was. He had a 59 yard touchdown the other day when Christian McCaffrey had cramps. In which Christian McCaffrey's uh, post game quote was, "He has to do better." Yeah, Christian. He, he only had like two hundred and fifty all purpose yards and a few touchdowns, but he has to do better because he had cramps at the end of a game. Yeah, that's unacceptable. I'm surprised they haven't just cut him. <laughs> just cut the guy. I mean, he's clearly not doing anything for your team besides carrying it in every he, way, he's shape, Peyton or Hillis. form. Come on, he, he's Peyton um, Hillis all over again. <laughs> Poor Cam Newton. <laughs> I haven't heard that name. Day or two. Wow. 
Cam Newton is he might come back week eight, Peyton but they might just be like, maybe he's dead. As I should should Cam Newton just pretend he's still injured because they're not going to want him back. I mean, Kyle Allen is is managing the team. He's not you know lighting the world on fire, but they're three and zero without Cam. That's so coincidence. Or Cam no? wasn't Cam wasn't right when he came into this. <laughs> he definitely year. wasn't, and that, that his injury... foot was bothering him the whole time. Yeah, and I told everyone the shoulder's fine. Yeah, but this foot thing is bothering me because you saw it in the first game he came back. He wasn't running, and Cam always runs. If Cam yeah, isn't, he don't running, listen to nobody. Where's it, my Cartman it, drop? I do what I want. He do what that's he Cam. Cam, if Cam isn't running, something is seriously wrong. And and you take you bottom out his floor. He has no floor if he's not running for fantasy. Yeah. And if he can't give you that thirty to fifty yards on the ground on five to eight carries. His floor is gone, and if his floor is gone, he is not a good enough passer most weeks to justify starting him. He's not a quarterback one without that running running floor. So The one nice thing is in some of my leagues where I had a, a trash super flex uh, options, Kyle Allen has been my savior in some of these leagues where I have a second quarterback to play, yeah, and he's been – you know, a couple dump offs to McCaffrey and eighty yards later can make you look like a genius. Yeah. So Absolutely. I don't think I've picked up a single quarterback in a league this year yet. I put in a big bid for Mason Rudolph. Um, yeah. and missed out. And what? I I just haven't invested in any of the quarterbacks. I wish I would have yeah. done it more, but I'm I'm usually in the boat of I'm grabbing three quarterbacks in the startup draft. So I don't ever have to think about it. So yeah, that's true. I had some, uh, well, my startups that I, most of my startups were a few years ago. So I had, uh, some of the like Blake Bortles ilk on my team. So mm. now that he has, uh, moved on. Yikes. Uh, I yeah, took Blake so... Bortles. The first dynasty draft I ever did. This is also a dirty reveal. Man, I'm just airing out some just horrible fantasy <laughs> advice right now. The first dynasty draft I ever did, I was coming off of a Blake two championships, courtesy of of Blake Bortles. Two. You bortled your way to championships, literally. I, he he oh, dropped God. like 29 points uh, in a championship week in like 2014, and I'm like, Blake Bortles is a certified G and a bonafide stud. He is the creme de la creme. This was before I ever got into like actually scouting. This was well before I ever got into like actually caring about football a lot. This was casual fantasy football, Ethan. My buddy's <laughs> like, hey, man, do you want to do this dynasty league? It's where you keep all your players all year. And I was like, yeah, that sounds amazing. I'm way smarter than these fools. Um, <laughs> and so I took Blake Bortles in like the eighth round because I was like, yeah, Blake Bortles is about to bring me five more championships i was like so proud of it and and i think i dropped him like maybe that year. <laughs> um, yeah so my one league uh which actually bad. a lot of uh a few dff guys are, are in this league still um i drafted uh in, my first pick was andrew luck nice and was that and, this year uh well a few years ago this is okay. this is a dynasty yeah, draft like ooh, four or five bad. years ago 
And then Blake Bortles was another one of my quarterbacks that I drafted. Mm-hmm. Um, That's nice. So fortunately, I was spot. smart and actually drafted Lamar Jackson two years ago. So that was I have smart. I have Lamar Jackson, and that I had smart. Chase Daniel last week because now that all my starters are gone, I still am holding on to Luck. I should probably just drop him. I've never but, seen someone drop from quarterback one to quarterback two as hard as you just said. Yeah. Well, I've got Lamar Jackson, and I'm like, good. Yeah, you're probably killing it right now. And Chase Daniels taking up the rear. Um, yes. Probably Chase Daniels isn't even good. And yeah, Trubisky is bad. But the he kicker is this isn't super flex. This is two QB. So it's not like I have a choice. I have to start oh, a second quarterback. No. Well, why so, don't you just go with Luke Falk and start tanking? Uh, I can't even I'm get starting, Luke Falk. So, I am uh, starting Luke Falk in the league. Uh, not, it's not starting him. I started him one week, and I was like, okay, I have to try to pretend I'm being competitive in this league. I'm clearly tanking in. The problem is the rest of my team is – like I've been in a championship game like two or the last three years thanks to like Andrew Locke and uh, believe it or not, Blake Bortles. Um, so now what my, my strategy has been to collect every backup quarterback I can find. So currently I have uh, Blake Bortles still. I have Tim Boyle, who is the backup to Aaron Rodgers. I have uh, Joshua Dobbs, otherwise known as the backup to the greatest quarterback that's ever lived. Gardner Minshew. Yeah, I forget that Josh Dobbs got traded. As a Steelers fan, I probably shouldn't. I wish he didn't. Yeah, because he would be pretty handy right now. Because our quarterback is, I think he might still be knocked out, actually. He he might Um, be. Yes. Yeah, he's tired. I traded him. So, so let me continue with this monotony of backup quarterbacks. (laughs) And if one of these guys goes down, I'm set. Because I got all the backups. I got Ryan Griffin, the backup for Jameis, who, if Bruce Arians just one day is like, what the hell are you doing, Jameis? And just throws him out there, I'm good. Uh, I have Andrew Luck in case he decides that uh, he can rehab again. I have A.J. McCarron if uh, Deshaun Watson gets pummeled into the ground another 80 times. Which he could. He could. I have Josh McCown, who's otherwise known as uh, the soon-to-be uh, leading the Eagles to their second Super Bowl because, you know, Carson Wentz will probably get hurt. I have Nick Mullins for when Jimmy GQ turns into Jimmy Good Housekeeping. <laughs> And I have Geno Smith, which God forbid anything would ever happen to Russell Wilson. But is this all in one league? This is one league, yes. Wow, dude! And on my taxi squad, I also Get rid have of those guys. I, I, what are I you need. Doing? We start. We actually start thirteen quarterbacks in this league. <laughs> So well, it's pretty, Trevor. It gets I had pretty Trevor. bottom of the barrel by the time you get to the fifth one. Uh, I had Trevor Simeon until so, he got hurt. Why? Because again, I needed oh a warm body. I, I, I was starting also chase, on this I team. Starting chase Daniels to make a Ready, this week. Return. This week without Chase Daniels. I actually got. I actually got two points for Tony Romo's calls in this. Uh, anybody that that appears in a football game gets a point. So if you see him on TV, Tony Romo is actually the fourth leading scorer in this league because he gets on TV at least four times a week. So uh, he uh, would be the fourth leading scorer on my for my quarterbacks because uh, 
but uh, <laughs> yeah, because six of the ones you just listed have never even played in a snap this year. <laughs> Pretty much, Josh McCown has taken like one snap and like kneeled down or something. That's amazing. Uh, negative yes. one yard. Seven quarterbacks. Negative one yard. <laughs> but yes, this is a. This, but like I said, this is a, you have to start too. So I've been just kind of guessing at who might get hurt. Um, so I also have in my taxi squad Jarrett Stidham and Easton Stick, along oh with gosh. along with Brett Rippin, who. Uh, the only reason I'm hanging on to him, uh, Mark Schofield really likes him. And he, he's kind of a quarterback guru in this uh, Twitter version. You're naming people I've never even heard of. Well, we I've also roster. So this is, we're rostering 60 players. It's IDP. And you what? have a 10-player You're using 12 squad. of them on quarterbacks <laughs> that'll never play again in the NFL? Well, I got my starters. And then, I mean, I also have seven people in IR right now. So I have been churning quite a bit with with injuries and stuff yeah so yeah i've just been collecting quarterbacks essentially i'm just picturing i'm just picturing you like somebody gets like mason rudolph gets knocked out and you're just like you're just like the mafia in the corner with like a stack (laughs) of eight possible horrible quarterbacks like hey man what's it gonna take (laughs) <laughs> to, get me to take one of my 12 backup backup quarterbacks like hey. i'm amazed you don't have devlin hodges already uh, he, he probably i probably already should have yeah but You'd been I, like, I think somebody grabbed oh good thing i was prepared for this i'd have been freaking trouncing my league mates with this oh nobody was rostering <laughs> the third quarterback on the steelers didn't you know that mason rudolph has a glass chin uh, jokes well, on you when earl I'm thomas to, uh, i'm about to score six points this week <laughs> it's, better it's, it's, it's better than He's a goose egg it's better than a goose egg is it though because i feel like your pride is hurt my pride well andrew luck just royally pissed me off basically <laughs> i can see that actually you know what nobody has devlin hodges it looks like Snag that baby up, man. He could get a start. They, 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 he what if he's good? That's my thing. What if he's good? He didn't look bad. He didn't look bad last week. Um, oh, if he was good, dude, you could be on a gold mine right now. I guess somebody does have him because he's not on the waiver wire here. So, Oh, man, I'm devastated out. by this. I can't believe you already, you didn't ever already have him rostered, actually. I'm, I'm kind of stunned. Yeah. To be honest. I can still pick up Deshaun Kaiser. He's still out there. <laughs> I mean, at this point, you have to set the record. You have to. Yeah. Well, there's not many. Like, I mean, it, it is two QB. So a lot of people have some some depth at quarterback. Not like that. But, I mean, nobody, nobody has David Fales uh, rostered or Jeff Driscoll. Right. But yeah, there's probably a reason for that. Or David Blow. I don't wow. even know who those people are. We are providing so much good fantasy knowledge for the listeners <laughs> of this podcast. Aren't we I mean, this is yes, our I'm... quarterback conversation on the IDP <laughs> podcast here. I'm just, you know, I really feel like I'm. I'm glad I got my doctorate because 
I need it to be able to understand how many quarterbacks you have on your team right now. This really uh, just blows my mind. You were really mind. testing my football knowledge. I'm like, I'm like, wait a second. Who does – is Cameron still in the league? Well, to, to completely – go off the rails since we're already off the rails we're already off the rails okay let's just face it um yeah sorry this has not been the most informative episode we've ever done but it's been fun Uh, it is informative sometimes it is informative like now you know you gotta know a little bit about the backup quarterbacks for like Like, hey listen to my fantasy advice i once drafted blake bortles in the eighth round of a dynasty startup like i feel like people need to know that you need to be upfront with that kind of stuff so ready yeah hit me here is some news that broke the xfl draft will be starting october 7th 2019 so that's like i'm already listed as a possible entrant oh wait is i guess this was the announcement of the fact that they're actually drafting people like these are the choices it's not the actual draft because the first group in the pool is what it is. So, some notables. Connor Cook has thrown his name in there. Uh, Robert Aguayo, kicker. Former second round oh. pick. Gosh, that's a name that I just feel sad for. Yes. Actually, no, I don't. He got a ton of money. He to be did terrible. get paid. I don't get. I don't feel bad for anybody that got paid. He got All paid. Right. Uh, Joe Callahan from Wesley College is, is available. Shakir Carr, who is apparently a long-lost cousin of David and Derek Carr. I doubt it, but, you know, it sounded fun. Uh, Hey, here's a name for you, D-Win, here. David Cobb, former Titan. Oh, my God. I don't ever want to hear that freaking name again. Yeah, you're right. Oh, that's big big talk from somebody with his jersey on your wall. Breaking news. Saquon. Saquon. (laughs) Saquon is available in the XFL draft. Saquon Edwards. (laughs) See these, all these names you're giving me sound like the the made up names that Madden gives you for draft classes and (laughs) franchise mode. Some of these guys we do know though, because I looked at the list earlier today, and Daryl, there are a couple guys that we wrote about in our uh, rookie roundup last year and our uh, rookie guide this year. Oh no, it's not. Uh, not, I looked for him. I looked for him. You know who I'm talking about. I looked for him. He wasn't there. Yeah. Uh, but we had, um, let's see. I just saw a name that I lost here. Uh, Kyrie Fort. You remember that name? Linebacker from UCLA is eligible. Uh, Jonas Gray, former Patriot from Notre Dame is on this list. Oh yeah. yeah. I know Jonas Gray. Yes, he was the one that had like 200 yards one time, right? One time, yes, pretty much. Yeah. Um, sorry, I'm just trying to skim here. Uh, I don't see the one guy I thought it was that. Frank Ginda was the guy that I was going to bring up, Daryl. You remember Frank Ginda, don't you? Yes, I think no, Daryl maybe so. maybe shut off currently. Daryl disappeared. He is. There, oh, he, is. Oh. there he is. See, Daryl, it's not my crappy internet. It's your crappy internet. Daryl is recording live from a remote <laughs> island the, the in smoky, the middle of nowhere. The Smoky Mountains, man. Is where via, via old and TV antenna. Book. So, yeah, I'm still yeah, skimming, I, and I, I haven't come up with a name yet. So. 
I don't think uh, you've named a single person besides Jonas Gray that I actually know. Let's see. Uh, Johnny Maxi. That sounds made up. We're going to have to play a game next week. I'll, I'll real, come up with this real game. Real player. Real or, XFL or, draft eligible player or, or auto Madden player. There you go. You just look up the Madden. <laughs> That's auto, the game. Auto named Madden player. We will play. Real NFL player. XFL player. Oh, here's another pit, former Patriot. Devin Lucian, wide receiver from Arizona oh, State. Yeah, I've, heard, I've heard of him, yeah. No, um, you haven't, Daryl. You just made that up. <laughs> I, like, yeah, I, I mm-hmm. had Devin Lucian on some teams. I've heard that name Hey, I'm before. just trying to help my boy out because he's, he's completely off whack. We're right drowning now. right now. We're drowning, boys. So yeah. These are your future stars of the XFL. Are they? We're going to get fired up an XFL listener league going here. Uh, I hope we are. Full IDP. Uh, here's a name. Here's a name. Played behind a terrible offensive line at Florida State. Jockeys Patrick. A lot of people thought he was going to be something. Um, Nick Orr. And Leon Orr, related to John Orr. Shout out to John. I doubt they're related to John, but um, good job, John. I'm pretty sure I saw Trent Richardson on this list somewhere too, but I don't see him on this list now. But um, not like tonight as well. So can we start ranting about how horrible the Steelers are to Mason Rudolph yet? Because that's really what I came on the show to do. Oh, I would I'm love lying. to talk about how bad. Oh, Azeem Victor. There you go. Another guy we know. Azeem Victor. <laughs> because here's the thing. I'll leave it at that. Okay. Yeah, the here's Steelers the are thing. terrible, and I love every minute of it. Sorry. This is this is, this is is negligence. Uh, Mason Rudolph got knocked out immediately. Yes. Probably got knocked out a second time when he hit his head against the turf. Because he fell like seven feet to the ground and then smacked his head again. It's not like he was bracing himself. He was already out. Yeah. He was seeing butterflies before he even hit the ground the second time. He didn't see anything. And so he's all black. He's all black screen. In front he didn't of him. see nothing. That dude was out. Okay. He was out like Daryl, twenty shots in, out, in bed, completely asleep. So he's like Daryl every he's Friday night. So, so Daryl most Tuesdays. Totally <laughs> most Tuesdays. Most Tuesdays. Daryl. Tuesday until it's real, man. Twenty yeah, shots in, no. totally out. Anyway, so he's, he's working out. on some new sponsorship, so maybe he will be on Wednesday nights. So he's he's knocked out, and what does the NFL team do? Okay, he's out cold for almost an entire minute. I think it was like 54 seconds, something a ridiculous amount of time where he's not even like a week. He's yeah. just freaking totally done out. Yeah. So his brain is so injured to the point where his body was like, shut everything down for a minute. This is not ideal. So we get out there and this isn't, this isn't to mention that if this happens at a college football game, or a high school football game, he leaves in a stretcher because who oh, yeah. knows what the damage to his neck is yeah. from just the impact of him hitting his head um, or getting hit in the head. So could have a neck injury, right. could be very, very severe. He gets knocked out for an entire minute. 
So he gets out to, so we get out to him. He wakes up and the cart breaks down. That's going to come get him off the field. $15 billion industry and the freaking golf carts not working. Okay. What are we going to do? Well, we can't just leave him on the field. We got stuff to do. So the guy could have a neck injury. The cart breaks down. They can still push the cart. Mind you, there's no less than probably 200 people on the sidelines that are all perfectly capable of pushing a cart. Okay. Half of them lift like 700 pounds at a time. I'm pretty sure they could push the cart. Right. So he doesn't have a cart. So he wakes up and he says, well, I want to walk off the field. Okay. Cool. Tough guy move. I respect that's not theory. Just walk it off. I respect that. Rub some dirt on it. Daryl apparently was the trainer on the sideline. Maybe if you weren't worth, you know, twenty million dollars, we would just let you walk it off. Or maybe because you've just been knocked out for an entire minute. (laughs) Right. You're not in the state to make those kinds of decisions. Like, yeah, I'm good. He doesn't even know what state he's in. He didn't even know where he was at that point. But we're going to say, well, he said your defense for letting him walk off the field is, well, the card is broken. So uh, I guess we're just out of luck. You're going to have to get off the field, kid. Uh, You're going to let him walk off. And he decided, are you kidding me? This is a joke. It's like that. Is uh, is that a Snickers commercial? The guy gets knocked out, wakes up, says, I'm Batman. <laughs> is, is that the, one of the commercials? Batman, but but can, I just, I cannot wrap my head around. There's, this is such a, for a league that takes player safety, and I'm putting air quotes on this. You can't see it on a podcast, but I'm using air quotes. Player safety first. He is doing it. I see it. <sighs> yes. How do you let, this many things happen in a row. You can watch it. You don't even have to be a doctor. Watch the video of him attempting to walk off the field. That dude has no freaking clue where he is, what he's doing. He's totally out of it. He looks like he's about to die. He could have almost died. Again, there's no way for them to know he doesn't have a neck injury. Maybe he said he wakes up and oh yeah, I feel my toes. Yeah, yeah, right, dude. Like there's no way that this should have been allowed. There's no excuse that they can make for it. And we haven't even gotten to my favorite part of this. So this makes national headlines. Everyone's talking about how do you let this guy, how do we get to this point where we let a dude get knocked out on TV for a minute and we're like, yeah, he can make sound decisions for himself. Let's let him walk off the field. Two days later, three days later, he's practicing in pads. Are you kidding me? What is the NFL's concussion protocol? Because there is no no way on any conceivable planet that you're like, yeah, Mason Rudolph's good to go. They're talking about starting him this week. That guy is going to end up dead on a football field. And we're going to have to watch because of just blatant incomp. I don't understand it. Again, I don't. I'm armchair quarterbacking right now. 
it is hard for me as a medical professional to I cannot defend the decisions that were made in this case. I think that there was a better way to do this. I think that the NFL, it's a bad look for the NFL. It's a bad look for the Steelers. And I think that, honestly, I'm appalled to even be a Steelers fan at this point because of how much gross incompetence I have seen with this situation. There is no conceivable way if they play him on Sunday I cannot there's no way I can defend it and anyone who's any medical professional that tells you oh well it's a you know it's okay because they wouldn't let him do no 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 you don't know enough information about it (laughs) I don't know enough information about it so as a medical professional I'm saying it's it's ridiculous from my personal opinion in my in my chair right now watching it on tv and you can say oh that's ignorant but here's the thing i'm gonna go with what i learned in school and what i know when i make decisions like this this is what i'm telling you from my medical opinion that this is a ridiculous situation and if you don't agree or if you side with the nfl team that's fine that's fine but any of my if any of the kids that i am in charge of on the sideline get hit like this and get knocked out this long they're not seeing a football field for probably the rest of the season, honestly. I mean, to get knocked out for a minute, the amount of injury to his brain, there is a 0% chance that his brain has healed um, even slightly enough to justify him possibly playing this week. So that's that's pretty much all I have to say about this situation. No, we, but I'm so I mean, frustrated got, no. that I can't, no, I, I can't I not say it. Yeah, and, and we've kind of joked about it and being serious and all, but the one thing that I've not heard, I have not heard anybody say anything about it. Really? You only have one medical card? Like you said, all this money, you only have one medical card? Well, what Darryl. if two players hit? No, wait, wait, wait. What if two players hit each other and they're both limp as dish rags laying there on the field? Who gets the car? I mean, I'm not joking. I'm they have an ambulance. The they should team. be able to walk. They should They should have an ambulance. Every NFL team, if you have to have an ambulance at a high school game, there's no doubt in my mind that they're, they could have right. driven an ambulance out for this kid. And he's yes, a kid because he's like I mean, 25. Like he's our age. He's to my just age. say the cart broke down and you don't have another option that you're going to let him walk off the field is ludicrous. There has to be, like you said, there has to be an ambulance. There has to be some kind of emergency vehicle there besides that stupid cart. Has to be. So this is me just being not, this is me just being obnoxious, but they called AAA and AAA told them to be about two hours <laughs> before they could get there. So, you know, <laughs> I don't mean to make jest of a situation, but the joke. Well, there. I mean, I think, <laughs> I think you were at the point where you kind of, you, 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 one again we're not involved in this situation it's a serious situation it is i'm frustrated medically because it doesn't make any sense to me but also uh you you have to kind of take a step back and go man what (laughs) there's so and so much incompetence happening here like how is this even possible and you have to laugh at just the absurdity of this idea that oh well we're trying to to improve player safety but we're going to let stuff like this slide it just doesn't exactly. it doesn't make any sense to me i mean that was my whole point you're you're stressing concussions and cte and player safety and all this and the 
to the point that your cart breaks down and you have no other option available to get this kid up and let him walk off the field. Yeah. You're telling me there's not a second cart somewhere. There's not an ambulance. There's not I mean, 400 dudes on the sideline that could literally pick him up like a rag doll on a, exactly. on a stretcher and walk him off the field. So he doesn't have to walk himself off the field. And again, it just, right. I, I, mean, I love that the, is. my favorite excuse of all of it is, well, he woke up and said he, <laughs> he didn't want to get stretchered off the field. Okay. Well, here's the thing. Like uh, my, my six year old nephew doesn't want to, doesn't want to, he wants to eat candy for dinner every day, but we don't yeah. let him because he's not of sound mind to make those types of decisions for himself. Daryl on a Tuesday night after 20 shots, he wants to go strip. I don't want to wake up in the front yard. He, you know, yeah, he wants it. to go fall asleep in the front yard, and he's not allowed to do that because he's not of good sound mind to be allowed to do that. The I don't know. Daryl might do that. I could see that happen. The, ex- the excuses of that <laughs> it was okay because he wanted to be tough and really show his, his Steeler toughness is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And anyone who says otherwise is a big, fat, dumb, dumb dummy. Let's, let's put it that way. I just well, here, let's, I have let's more segue. choice words to say, but this is a PG show, so let's I'm say hold myself to just dumb dummy. If you want, don't want to be a dumb <laughs> dumb dummy, you should listen to the promo that we've got going on at DFF with DraftKings. So let's take a listen to that and make a good decision unlike the Steelers. DynastyFootballFactory.com has it all. Impact articles, a full scope of fantasy football rankings, ADP, and exclusive members-only access to Factory Sports Slack channel. Dynasty, Redraft, IDP, Debbie, and even DFS. A Sports Factory membership unlocks it all and annual memberships are free that's right we've partnered with DraftKings to bring you your annual sports membership for free just go to dynastyfootballfactory.com shop and click on the DraftKings membership promo sign up for your DraftKings account deposit just twenty dollars and you'll receive a free ten dollar bonus and free factory sports annual membership eligibility and restrictions apply see website for details so act now and become a Factory Sports member for free. Visit DynastyFootballFactory.com slash shop today. Dynasty Football Factory and DraftKings, a good combination. Uh, I have a feeling if you were playing a bunch of Patriots expecting a lot of points today, uh, you know, Julian Edelman I saw is 7 for 70, so that's not too shabby, but not exactly what you're expecting on your DFS lineup today. But Golden Tate, he seemed like a pretty obvious smash play. Um, you know, he's at yeah. 597 and a touchdown. So, I mean, with no with no Evan Ingram, with no Sterling Shepard, um, I think I think that was a pretty, you know, I think pretty, you pretty much had to line him up. Um, again, most of that coming off a 64-yard touchdown. So, uh, yeah. kind of lucked out a little bit. But, again, um, I think if you just went chalk with this for the most part, you're, you're pretty happy outside of uh, Sony Michelle, who is disappointing it once again. Um, yeah. Again, yes. Larry Izzo is not, or whatever his name is. I don't know his first name. Ryan Izzo? Ryan Izzo, there you go. Larry oh, yeah. Izzo is the coach of Michigan State, isn't he? Yes. Okay. Bas- Michigan State basketball, yes. Okay. So I've been calling him Larry no, Izzo not, for the last three weeks, but Ryan Izzo. Larry, it's not Larry Izzo, is it? In, I think, at Michigan I mean, State? I think it is. Yes. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't I think don't his know. name's Larry. 
It's His Izzo. last name's Izzo, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, our our listener Julie here uh, selected Ryan Izzo right. with one of her last picks in an eliminator, just because uh, somehow Tom it's not Larry Izzo. You Tom, <laughs> Larry Brown. <laughs> I'm not a big basketball guy. Come on. We can tell. Oh, man. We can tell. I'm a Carolina fan, so nobody else matters. Um, oh, but, yes, oh, she great. she drafted Ryan Izzo, so, and he's kind of come out of nowhere. So she, she was first on the case, I think, with this uh, Ryan Izzo character here. <laughs> and somebody's down in a heap. Uh-oh. I don't know. I couldn't even tell who that was. We should just watch a game live with Ethan live. over here, and he just, can just he can just break down every injury that he sees. So what you see right here is this guy is definitely hurt. Uh, <laughs> he's on the field. He's, he's crying. Pretty sure he's crying. Um, if you look closely, oh, Tom Brady also crying, but I don't think he's hurt. I think he's just always crying. Yes, that's um, normal because somebody breathed this, on him. I think so. we – Oh yeah, that guy looks really upset. Um, yeah, uh, he's crumbling down. Could be a groin, minor groin soreness, Gardner issue style. Um, yes. You know, Minshew probably has a really rare groin injury that's like going to get named after him, and I'm going to have to describe it as. Oh, I think you have a Minshew a Minshew tear right now. Um, I think that's what I should just call all groin tears or groin strains, which is just a tear. Uh, the shrewval, um, a, a, a minchu, a, a minchu tear. Um, every groin tear from here on out is a minchu tear. Some more bad groin talk here. Um, I was watching the show QB One on Netflix. I don't know if you ever checked that out. Uh, I have not had a chance to yet. I'm it's pretty way cool. behind on all of my TV watching because it's football season and I don't yeah. ever have time to do anything else. I watch this at the gym and Netflix because my gym, the, the ellipticals and stuff and all that, the machines all have uh, like Netflix on the screen. Nice. So that's been a great motivator for me to go to the gym because I'm like, I can I love watch it. shows and work out. You know, so that's I, the best motivator. Couch, if, if you can work out, while also just watching TV and not working yes. too hard, man, whew, that's the best workout. I'm working on Daredevil now, which is about an hour long. That's so I'll watch show. like an I'll watch like an hour. You get about half a mile that. in during that that hour show too. Working hard, I can tell. I'm just hey, I, I've me. dropped quite a few lbs over the. Past hey, that's few good, months, man. I'm proud of you. I'm, yes, whatever I, it takes, I'm, dude. I've been motivating myself through whatever Netflix, it takes. Here. Netflix and the Y have been working out good for me. But anyway, that's awesome. Um, I was watching L, uh, QB1, and uh, the, the quarterback for, I think it's Easton High down in uh, Louisiana, uh, Legrand is his name. I think he's going to uh, – I think he committed to Maryland. So he's probably there now as a freshman. Um, <laughs> there's one play where he was down in a heap, and like – Everybody on the sidelines like freaking out, and he gets up, and he's like, "He punched me in my parts, or something like that. He got punched or something, <laughs> or kicked in the groin uh, at the bottom of a pile or something, and that's what that's why he was down in a heap like that." So, so then everybody on the sidelines starts cracking up laughing once they figure out he's not like terribly injured because he like was down like rolling around in pain and they're like oh no it's like an acl or something like that like he's really messed up and then yeah he just got 
Oh man, so this actually, arts. I have a similar story from my times on the sideline. Um, I, I, I just started working uh, JFL, which is just junior high football. Um, and I started working the sidelines. So I'm working the sideline. First JFL game I've ever done. And I'm working the sidelines, you know, as the trainer. And really pretty clean game. Not a whole lot of guy. They're not really big. I like the JFL level because they're not really big enough or fast enough. The big dudes aren't fast enough to hurt people. So it works out pretty well. Um, and so, so I, I see, you know, this kid is like crumpled over. And I'm like, oh, geez. So I start to like kind of run out and he gets up and he looks at me and he's like, he's like, dude, tears running down his face. And he, he looks at me and, he, you know, he's, he's grabbing on. What I thought he was grabbing was his wrist. I thought he broke his wrist. And what he really was doing was he was, he was grabbing his junk. And he, <laughs> dude, there's nothing, there's nothing in my seven years of medical school training that prepares you for a little a little bitty guy junior high kid coming towards you <laughs> grabbing his junk and he's just going he punched me right in the nuts <laughs> and i mean his voice is like i can't even do my voice as high as like like oh, his man. voice is hit, like a cartoon character is hitting this octave that's just like he punched me right in the nuts <laughs> like it's so high and he's so upset and he's you know it's, he's hurting and i'm just thinking like in my head, I'm just like, oh, man, that, you know, that sucks. <laughs> like, there's, there's nothing, nothing I can, I can do, do for you. For Here, you grab some punched ice. in the nuts. And I'm yeah. trying not to laugh because, of course, you know, yeah. in the nuts. He was so, so animated about it. Yes. That that would not be very good bedside manner to laugh at your uh, patients. You know, I was trying not to, but <laughs> it was funny. Yeah, I don't blame those. Like but, a Mike Tyson kind of. I'm like, come on over to the side, stand up, you know, spread your legs out so you're not freaking gram, you know, cramming your stuff together. And <laughs> you know, what else? I mean, if you want somebody to get you an ice pack, I mean, I don't know if I really want you that. You can keep. Uh, I can't no more. <laughs> that one was good. But, I mean, you know what? You know, that's such a fun age because right below that is like the fifth and sixth grade team. And so this is another one of my sideline stories, which, you know, this is this is what I deal with in my real life. You know, I always, you know, I always tell people that now I get to actually do the stuff I talk about. So when I talk about being on the sidelines, like I can actually do I can do that legally. So I'm sitting on the <laughs> sidelines and this kid makes this great hit on kickoff. You know, he goes helmet to helm. You know, it's a good tackle. Helmets clash. He comes off a little bit, probably the smallest guy on the team. He can't be much more than like. 65 pounds. I mean, the dude is tiny, but he ta- makes huge tackle. Big, you know, the game is pretty tight. So, I mean, a big tackle. And his coach yells at me. He's like, hey, I want you to come check this kid out. Make sure he doesn't have a concussion. Um, you know, the coach was awesome. I get the kid, and he's a little bitty guy. And you can tell it's, he's hurting. Like, his, you know, the tears are running down. But at that age, man, there's the, you want to talk about tough guys, man. Those guys, they are trying to be tough. Because all of his little buddies are like grouped around me. They're watching me go through. So I'm grabbing him. You know, I got him by the chest. I'm like, you know, he's he's holding back the tears. And I'm just like, dude, what are you crying for? And he's like, what? I'm not crying. I'm like, dude, you're crying. He's like, what? He's like, he's like wiping his eyes. You know, he's clearly crying. He's like, I'm not crying, dude. I'm, I'm not crying. He's made a big hit. I'm not crying. I'm not trying to cry. 
I'm like, dude, you're crying. So I go through the concussion screen and, and at one point I ask him, I'm like, Hey, do you, I'm like, do you know where you are? Like, do you know where you're at? And, and that's a question I ask, you know, I mean, it's pretty, pretty common. Like, Hey, do you know, like, do you know where you are? And I think for adults, we're like, yeah, you know, I'm in wherever, like, you know, that I'm asking about like the town you're in, but this is a little kid. They don't they don't understand that that's what I'm at going for. So he's looking at me like I'm an idiot. He's like, <laughs> what? I'm, he- I'm here. I'm, I'm here. <laughs> like, do you know where you are? Like, do you know where you're at right now? Because I'm here. Like, where are you? And so I'm like, no, I need to know. And of course he, you know, he's, he's, he was fine. He was just, you know, he's crying because he got hit in the head, but he, yeah. concussion wise, he was good. And I just, I always crack out, man. Just I remember that age of just like you, you don't want to cry in front of your friends, but if you just keep asking them, I've learned that if you just like, dude, are you crying right now? They'll start laughing and then you're good. If they don't start laughing, that's when you know that they're probably actually pretty messed up. And that's medical science. You don't have to quote me on it. That's just how it is. Um, science. John Hilleman uh just fumbled. Just fumbled and gave up what could be a touchdown it looks like um so that's great hate my life so since the giants are not gonna win these stupid patriots need to score another touchdown or a field goal well the patriots defense is gonna end up being like a top 25 scorer in fantasy this year and that's stupid probably do they play anybody good i've never seen the patriots in a game where i'm like i've never seen a super bowl champion have the easiest schedule in the entire single year I guess when you play the Jets and the Dolphins twice a year, and the, the Bills are actually kind of competitive, but yeah, but the, um, the, but when you play the Jets and the Dolphins twice a year, it's just automatic. They have had such a stranglehold on that division because that division blows. It, the division like has blown close. for twenty years. No, no, I get it. They've had such a stranglehold on such a weak division. It's almost like they have put their foot on the rest of the division's throat and they are just curb stomping them in the ground. And and it it really is amazing that they have been this successful for this long. I'm surprised somebody hasn't somehow, some way challenged them. Well, it's a travesty that the Jets, Dolphins, and Bills have been such a dumpster fire for 20 years is what it is. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, they suck, man. They all suck, and they've sucked for 20 years. I mean, the Bills are the only team with a little bit of spark in them. Yeah, they do seem to be like they're trying to beat the Titans this past week. Oh, my God. We're iron almost two hours in. That was actually a really good game, so I'm not saying it was, you know, a blowout or anything. But they did beat your Titans. Hey, the Titans have a good game. will you be my new co-host? The Titans have a good. De- you don't want me to be your coach. <laughs> yes, did do. you not hear about you the don't time? Did you not hear about the time I rolled up in here? I hadn't even looked to see if you had even. I asked you guys for names of people that you wanted me to talk about, and then I proceeded to completely ignore the list you didn't send me. That it would just be a total mess. I mean, we were talking about the XFL. Like that'd be every show. Like I feel bad about people listening to this show are going to be so disappointed. They're going to be like. Oh Jesus! Oh look, they're bringing a doctor on. This is going to be really educational. And then it's like, so let's let's name off the thirty-seven quarterbacks that Dan has uh, on his team <laughs> you know, that will never play. 
It's been a great if show. They're still listening at this point. I would like to personally apologize. Uh, you know what, though? All the people know that they can hit us up with their questions, and we'll get back to them. And, yeah, you know, we'll hit them up. It's yeah, all good. Know, hit me up on Twitter. I will answer any injury question you have. Um, <laughs> Let's I, I drop do... that Twitter handle because we do have to get out of here because it's <sighs> Dude, it's, it's almost bedtime for me. I'll be honest. It is. It's, See? It's, it's bedtime rolling into too. 10 o'clock. And that's... See, Daryl stays up to like 2 a.m., so yeah. I don't know. Daryl's like, I'm not even, I haven't even started drinking yet. I don't know what's wrong with these (laughs) fools. Um, Hey, just so you know, Pats are up 28-14, so you might cover. I might cover. Like I said, they Nugent missed a a field goal that really, really hurt you. Well, I'm going to go get Ted Nugent to go beat up his brother. Yes. Anyway, uh, (laughs) Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter at E. Turner FF underscore PT. Um, I do a lot of injury stuff normally. Normally, I don't just talk um, like I have no idea what to talk about, but it's just because I love this show so much that I, I, I feel like I really get to be myself a little bit, which is which is always a, a sometimes it's nice to not have to be a doctor all the time. Um, yeah. But I am a doctor of physical therapy. I talk about injuries a lot. A lot of times I'm updating you as the as the games are as as the info is coming in. I am retweeting and tweeting out things um, on who's going to play, who's not going to play. You can find me um, basically almost every day of the week talking about injuries now, um, usually doing some type of live show with uh, the Superflex Super Show. And then I do injury updates um, week to week. Last year I was 90% accurate um, on if a guy was going to be in or not in based on a Wednesday injury report. So uh, you can – what did you just say to me, Daryl? I was right in the middle of my spiel, and then you go, ruin my flow. <laughs> so, my bad. It sounds like the Titans. Just oh, right in the uh, middle. You Marcus mariota me, ruined my hopes and dreams, uh, couldn't get me to a championship, and, and now you pull this on me right in the middle of my spiel? Anyway, oh, Superflex Super Show, those drop on a Friday and Saturday. You can see my updates for all the injuries for the week heading into the, the week to get you get you guys prepared uh it is there's no idp on that yet 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 we almost talked about idp this week i'm trying to convince them it's gonna happen just give That's me some right. time it's gonna get there uh but for your offensive players we will get you hooked up um and i think it's just it's just invaluable information it's going to set you ahead uh give you an idea of guys that maybe you think maybe you think might play that i don't think are going to play gives you a chance to kind of to prepare for that kind of stuff so could be the difference between starting a rex burkhead tonight or not starting a rex burkhead tonight so um definitely definitely go check that show out yeah and um you know uh, we we actually it's funny because the the idp guys had a similar uh you know complaint about their show that we've gotten in the past about how there's not enough idp and I, I, I think I was nice about it, but I like we're, we're in the in, you know in an entertainment type business. I mean, yes, IDP is what we talk about, and that's you know our our show focus. But sometimes just having fun is okay. Like I, I actually enjoy. Like I listen to tons of podcasts on a weekly basis on my drive to and from work, and. The parts I enjoy the most about them are when the 
the hosts are laughing and having fun, no matter if it's, you know, making fun of a player's name or a nickname or just right. talking about how, I don't know, like one of the ballers, like, can't talk because he's been sick for like a month or something like that. Like, right. not that it's good that he's sick for a month, but, you know, just the, think... the joking is, is what I think keeps me listening yeah. to some of these shows. Whereas think... the shows that just drill you with information they're informative and i need to listen to those for the information but you know we're just trying to have fun here's the thing if you can't enjoy this podcast for what it is the xfl breakdown if you want if you want (laughs) guess what you can find 20 other podcasts that a cookie cutter we're just going to talk about one thing we're going to do start sits and that's it. And that's going to be our thing. And, you know, every week we're going to try to basically be something we're not. We're going to have no personality. If you want that, you can go do that. And, uh, you know, don't call me to, 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 to have fun with you because my goal is to have fun. And yeah. I think that if you can't listen to this show and pull some good stuff out of it, what do you listen? What, you're not listening to the show. You know, you can be upset about it all you want. But here's the thing. Until you start paying my bills, uh, I'm not going to be out here uh, spitting hard facts. Um, Everything I do is for fun. I'm trying to have some fun. We're talking about football. We're talking about a game about a game. And we're talking about a very small niche about a game about a game. So I love IDP. I love talking about football. I love talking about injuries. But I most of all love talking about those things with people that are actually fun to talk to with about it. So um, if you don't feel like you can come to this podcast and enjoy what is um, what I believe a good fun two hours, then yes, maybe this just there. isn't the show. Maybe this isn't the yes. show for you. If you don't want to have fun, you just do it. Daryl was cheering in the background because I said we're almost at two hours. And yes, you're all right. We're about a minute. Uh, yeah, a minute. An hour uh, 54 we're approaching. All right. So I'm going to go right, to so, bed. Yeah. I'm out. And, wait a minute. <laughs> Dan can attest you about having fun here. One of the He turned me on to this podcast. It's called Something to Wrestle With with Bruce Pritchard. I love that podcast. I, yes, it is great. Oh my I'm God. having so much. I'm listening. I'll be honest. I literally was listening to it two minutes before the show started. Nice. That's how much I, I enjoy it. it. I am extra cheese. I'm, I'm so yeah. Roll tide. <laughs> Roll tide on that. Yeah, I mean, they have just other than being a wrestling fan and listening to them, the way they interact is so great. And I have learned a lot from them. I learned from Conrad how to bust Daryl's balls so much that, that he hates got, me. Um, he's got a <laughs> Minshew tear. There That's you go. Bad we're busting balls tonight. And you on that note, I don't think we can top that. Let's get the outro music playing because that's just a good note to end on right there. A Minshew tear. Bada bing, bada boom. I hate you both. I really do. <laughs> you love us, Daryl. You know what? I take that back. I don't want to leave my new co-host. I'm not That's good because you couldn't afford me anyway. Free 99 would be too much. Free 99. That's right. Well, good night now. Hopefully you've enjoyed. Go Hawks.
No tighten up, nothing. You you just you you're done. He quit. He ran away. He's already out. All right. Well, good night now. Later. <laughs>